AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. This is iHeartRadio's PrattCast with Stephanie Pratt and Wells Adams. Welcome into another episode of the PrattCast. That doesn't actually include the person who's on the title of the show. Wells hanging out with you. We're live and actually in Tahoe, which is really cool. Stephanie, I think she's on a flight from London back to Los Angeles to take care of her mom, who... Sadly enough, broke her leg. So I'm going to do the show not solo. I'm bringing on producer Tori, who has been with us from the beginning. Day one. I thought this would be kind of a good episode to like do like a reset where we just like talk about what the hell is happening. What's happening? What's happening on the show? What's happening with Steph? What's happening with Spencer? What's happening with all the other crazy cast members? Do you know what? I found actually our other producer Danielle found a first gray hair on yeah. my head. I think it's from the Hills New Beginnings. You, yeah, one hundred percent. I agree. It's like the the Pratts have single handedly made me have my first gray hair, and I don't know how I feel about it. Do you think that? Who do you think is in the right with the Pratts? <sighs> is it kind of weird? I'm going to get in trouble for this. Do it. I'm kind of siding with Spencer Pratt. Really? Because here's the thing. Do I think that he wants to start a fight with everyone? Yes. And I think that's like internal issues. I can't sort out like therapy and crystals 100%. But I just feel like there's a point of maybe we just haven't seen it yet. And that's probably where I'm standing. Yeah. Like when I see Stephanie get so worked up about like having to come home to see, like take care of her mom because Heidi and Spencer can't. Yeah. I'm like, of course they're going to go check in on their mom. Yeah. That's their mom. They have a kid, so they can't totally drop everything. Like, there are reasons. There's a little bit of, like, I, I love Stephanie to death, 
but I I feel like she does the the she plays the martyr card a little too much, and her being like, I have to go home to take care of my mom because no one's going to do it. My dad's gonna be at work, and Spencer's not gonna show up. Great, that's so nice. But then then like th- an, uh, her other side of her mouth being like, but I don't want to go. Why are you saying that? Why are you saying that out loud on a platform that you know your mom's going to hear it? You know, like if you if you want to go do the good thing, do the good thing because it's the good good thing to do, not mm. because you're going to be seen as doing the good thing. The only issue playing devil's advocate. Yeah. We have 10 years we have not seen. Yeah. 10 years. So we're picking up 10 years later. We left them off. I kind of forget on the season finale where they totally left off. I think that Heidi and Spencer kind of weren't really a part of the last few episodes, if I'm correct. Yeah. So I don't know what really happened there. And then we were kind of like, Stephanie was the one holding down the fort for the Pratt in the Hills for the Pratt family. Yeah. And then 10 years later, we're coming in because Spencer was on our first podcast. Mm -hmm. Was it the very first one? Yep. So then we're missing 10 years where it went down. Yeah. Something happened. Tons of things have happened. But so it's hard to pick up 10 years later and being like, why is she so hostile to take care of her mom coming back? Like she's obviously needed to unload and we got a lot of that. So mm-hmm. we know there's a lot of validity to why she's feeling something, but there's 10 years that we can't add something together. So it's really hard for me when I'm like, are you team Spencer or like team Stephanie? It's kind of like, we just have so many gaps. It's really hard to pick a side because they're both so angry. Yeah. Well, we were talking about this off air, and I think that the problem that the the family is has been ripped apart because of the show, and I say that because the show has given both Spencer and Steph nothing but positive affirmation for really bad behavior. Right. And so if it's if it's like a Pavlov's dog thing, where like you know, um, so like if if you are constantly getting rewarded for being mean right or angry mm-hmm. um or bombastic or whatever whatever word you want to use then you think that that's good right and i think that's what's happening with both of them but the problem is is that like there are consequences for these things mm-hmm. and the consequences are it's like destroying their family right great tv Great TV. Ruining their family. Do you know what also I'm having a really hard time with? I am obsessed with Audrina's story. Yeah. I think it's the best storyline. And I feel like a lot of it is getting oversaturated with everyone's fight. Like the fact that we have like Misha fighting with Perez. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Audrina and then Justin Bobby kind of having a thing. And then there's the the Spencer, Spencer and Heidi and then Stephanie's fight. It's like there's so much happening. I can't figure out even where to land. So not to like bring this back to me, but like <laughs> let's do it. Great. Well, geez. When I was on The Bachelorette, we had Chad, who's actually on the Pratt cast. He was the villain. And I remember being so annoyed because it was always – the Chad show. It was always lots of scenes of him being crazy or yelling or people in fights. And I, I was remember like, he ate a lot of turkey meat. Yeah, he ate yeah, a lot of protein. <laughs> and like would do like 
pull-ups anywhere he could. Yes. Okay, that's the Chad. Exactly. Great. And I remember being so annoyed because I was like, there are so many other funny storylines that are getting left on the cutting room floor yeah. because yeah. You have to, you're focusing on this idiot. Mm-hmm. I, I love Chad now, but he wasn't being an idiot. He was absolute crazy idiot back then. And I think the same, same thing's happening with this show. It's like, oh, man, the, the viewers are going to absolutely love the fight between, you know, Brody and Spencer. I mean, it was wild. And But they're like, that means we got to cut more of Audrina's story because it's right. not that compelling. Mm-hmm. But here's the truth. The reason why people are watching the show is not to watch Spencer fight because that's what Spencer does. You know, right. I think people are watching the show because they want to know what the hell is happening with these people now. Mm-hmm. And the problem that to your point is we're missing out on like what is really happening with Audrina. We were talking about this off air, and I think it's an important thing to talk about. The original iteration of The Hills had narrators. Right. So you got to watch the show through the prism. Yeah. My gal. How they saw it was their world unfolding in front of all of us, right? Right. And they were way more young. So it was like they were going to the club. Yeah. They were getting hammered, and they were going to duke it out. I think the problem that this season is having is that there is no focal point Mm -hmm. it's really really fragmented that first episode it was like trying to catch everybody up and i was like i don't know where i am i felt like i was getting spun around Mm -hmm. because we weren't seeing it through like one person's eyes right if you could be like a producer on the show who should be the main focal point of the hills Mm. original cast or just anyone from new beginnings i guess anyone from new beginnings but I don't think that you would pick either Michelle or Brandon to be the focal point. I actually, I'm kind of enjoying Brandon I just too, because I he's like full on the, the new Brody. Yeah. I'm kind of here for him. I like him too. I feel like I'm a little bit watching the old pod. I mean, the old podcast, the old Hills. Yeah. When I see Brandon and all the girls just, yeah, you know, it was just, it, it took me back to Brody. Yeah. The old Brody. Um, maybe the new, maybe the still the Brody. Yeah. I don't know how to phrase that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got to go with Audrina. Yeah. There's no better person that relates to the full. Well, first of all, she's an original cast member. She's in the dating scene, but she also has a kid. She's still going back to the old bad guy, Justin Bobby, who mm-hmm. hasn't changed. It actually blows my mind. And you're still rude. Guys for like them? that don't change. They never change. The, the guys like that don't change, but that's also the appeal of those guys. Cause those, you want to fix them. Those guys are very, very, Steady in their, or how do I phrase this right? You know, it's like um, the only constant you can rely on is change. Mm-hmm. That's the, the thing. Like you can always count on those type of guys to always be really, really inconsistent. You know? It's like they're so consistent that they're inconsistent. Like no. So inconsistent that they're, con- they're constantly. What's yeah. that one saying where it's like, if you keep changing... Yes, yes, you're consistently inconsistent that it's almost, yeah. You, you can expect, like, and she, she knows it. Like, Audrina knows it. Like, it's like, it's just old Justin Bobby again. Okay, so hold on. Back to, like, the original point. Okay, yeah, yeah. You think that Audrina should be the narrator. Or I if they were doing the, the old format. She has a relationship with every single person on the show. Yeah. That's Lauren Conrad and Kristen Cavallari. Mm-hmm. She, she has a storyline where we're all rooting for her. Yep. I want her to find the love of her life. I just want her to bang Justin Bobby again. God. 
right? A little baby, maybe. Oh, my God. Can you imagine how beautiful that child would be? Raising them in a treehouse. Let's take a quick break and Mm -hmm. continue on in a bit, okay? A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for the eligible bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. God, if you show me, God, if you tell me, God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so here's my, I agree with you. 
and I actually said, do you remember? You can't agree with me. It's pick somebody different. I am going to. Okay. I'm going to disagree with you, but I agree with you. Do you remember when I was like, Steph, I'm going to be able to tell you who the star of the show is. One hundred percent. And she was like, No, you're not. And I was like, Yes, I will be. And I was like, There's, there's actually two stars. It's Justin, Bobby, and Adrena. Those are the stars of the show. That's what's keeping people there. Mm-hmm. The Spencer and Brody fights, and you and Frankie Delgado. Those are interesting storylines, mm-hmm. but that at the heart, it's. We want to see those two. You know, like uh, like I said in previous episodes, it's it's Jim and Pam all over again. Like it's the it's the couple that will never get together, but you want them to get. It's Ross and Rachel. It's like that's the it's thing. It's literally Lauren Conrad and Jason. Yes, I think that the narrators should be Audrina and Justin Bobby, and we get to see it through both of their eyes. Does that make sense? It makes sense. I feel like Justin, Bobby, I kind of get him with one look. I, I, don't, I can't understand him. I couldn't really describe him in one word. But I feel like I would, if it was only his kind of storyline, it'd be like Audrina. And then his band. Or bike. Yeah. But he comes, across, but he comes across as like very compassionate, though. Like him going to check totally. on Steph. You Which know. It's controversial. I... Th- it's. I think it, that sucked for him, this like kind of like contrived relationship that they're creating, and the drama that co- comes with it. I think that he, I think the way it was presented to him was like Steph's going through some tough times, and you and Steph are kind of like free spirits and like are similar. Maybe go check on her, and he was like, you know what, totally. Yeah, I should go do that, and he went and did it, and then it got spun to being like they there's some romantic thing there right and he's like that's beautiful people totally but i don't think that there's any romance there i know i kind of go back and forth on it i don't think any of the accusations are true of what they're saying like sleeping together or whatever no but they're both really attractive people and they're both amazing like really compassionate human beings yeah like they care a lot about like who's Who's hanging in there in the show? Who needs to be talked to? Who needs to be helped, like help people out? Yeah. Which I appreciate on both of them. So it's like, I think in my mind, I could actually picture them being together, but I don't think they're actually together. But in my mind, I could go there. But you're saying you can't. No, I don't think it's a real thing. Mm. And that takes, takes me to like my next point of like what I think is wrong with this season. And we were talking about this off air and I've been trying to like wrap my brain around like what I think the problem is with the Hills new beginning. I think that they're using a blueprint from a show that worked really, really well in 2007, but the way that people absorb reality TV in 2019 has completely changed. And my complaint with the show now is it seems a little more contrived than what the reality TV that we watch now seems Mm -hmm. to be Mm -hmm. like let's go back to like brandon lee's pool party right it didn't make any sense that he had a bunch of instagram models there wait why because he didn't but he didn't know him and when we had him on the show last week i was like how do you get a bunch of girls like instagram models and he's like you slide in the dms i guess i don't know and then eventually he was just like it's more compelling if that's who's at the at the house and I think as a viewer, we're all like, I'm confused. I don't know who these characters are. Why are they here? Aside from like Spencer wanting to get Instagram pictures with his crystals with them, I mm-hmm, guess. Mm-hmm. 
but it just came across as like really, really inauthentic. If they, if the pool party had just been those dudes, I'd have been like, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do you like? But remember when they would always go to the club back in the old hills and they would be surrounded by like Stacy, the bartender. Yeah. Where did she come from? We don't know. We didn't, but we just don't question it. And we go, of course, Stacy's there because she's the bartender. I got love for reality TV bartenders. All right. So <laughs> let's bring Stacy back. Where's Stacy? <laughs> she was actually a key point on the show. Yeah. That actually blew my mind when Spencer fought stephanie's ex-boyfriend because stephanie's ex-boyfriend was at the bar seeing spencer talk to stacy the bartender yeah mic drop are you kidding that was one of the greatest scenes he fought they they literally had blood blood was exchanged blood but like do you so when you watch it now are you like this seems real or do you say this seems very very inauthentic and produced listen 100% 100% do have trust issues. Yeah. Yes, because they ended the last season of The Hills on stage 51. Yeah. I made up a number, but it's stage something. Yeah. And they pulled the Hollywood sign back, and the car actually pulled right back up, and Brody and Kristen, uh, Kristen hugged. Honestly, my world was shattered. So, like, so the, the way that the original Hills ended, is it too, is it too far are they too far gone to bring it back for this season? For me, I just... The Hills was everything. The Hills was the statement of reality TV. Okay, so... The fact as, that they would all be at a club on like a Thursday night... Yeah. And full-on show up to work the next day, it was just like the best thing ever. Like, you couldn't... There, looking back on it, I'm like, I should have known. Mm-hmm. But then my heart just like broke when I saw that stage. It broke. I'm not. I'm not kidding. I remember sitting there like on the couch being like... So Brody and Elsie didn't really like each other. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like everything I was just piecing together was just heartbroken, heartbroken, heartbroken. So watching this new show, new beginnings, I'm ecstatic. It's the OG cast coming back. Yeah. But I do have a little bit of trust issues and I don't know how to get rid of it because I can't quite grasp who I'm rooting for or who I'm excited to see. Because I'm kind of confused. Like the fact, can we just talk about the fact that Kaylin literally or, and Heidi were literally fighting, and it was or Heidi was like attacking Kaylin. Yeah, Caitlin, Caitlin, not Kaylin, mm. Caitlin, and um, it was so weird to me. I'm like, wait, why are the two wives doing this? And like, whose side am I on? And why is Heidi like? I'm just like, I, I can't. I can't figure out who my homie is on the show. So that goes back to the original point of like, you need to have a narrator. I need a narrator. And so that's, it's so funny. Cause I've, I've been trying to really like grasp what I'm having a problem with, with this show. Mm-hmm. Cause I do like it and it is very entertaining. And now obviously I'm, now obviously I'm, I'm tied to it in a weird way. Cause I'm doing mm-hmm. this podcast, but I think you're right. And I think it comes down to, we need, we need to know who the hero is and who the villain is. Right. And right now it seems like everyone's kind of the villain. I just, and I don't get why I don't get it. I don't either. It's the Hills. It's supposed to be like we fight, but then a few episodes in there's somewhat getting lunch outdoors on in Beverly Hills, having mm-hmm. a salad and then like making up and being like, yeah, let's talk about something about, about a boy. And I, I haven't, I haven't got those. I haven't really received that. 
moment of like reconciliation and being like, we're teammates. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone's, why is everyone out to get everyone? Cause I think that I'm they, confused. I, I do think that they think that that is going to make the show more compelling, but I think that it's not like when you watch, when I, I try to like, you can't really compare it because they're not the same thing. But when I watch like the bachelor, they there's a formula that works very, very well. Mm-hmm. You have people that you love and that you have people that you hate, you know, like in this current season right now, right? Like everyone loves Tyler. Everyone hates Luke. You get, you get to like draw lines, you get to choose sides and then it makes it very easy to watch with this show. It's confusing. Cause like for me, it, originally I'm like, I love Justin Bobby. Right. Like I love this guy. He's, this rock star hipster dude that like, so I'm like rooting for him. And then he does the thing where like, he doesn't go pick up Audrina for the concert. And you're like, all he had to do was really call her an Uber. Yeah, exactly. Like just something. Also like it's a show. So like go send the black car for, her, you know, like, <laughs> I just, like, I need him to show up and pick her up on the motorcycle. I need that. Exactly. Scene. I need, a motorcycle scene with Audrina on the back. We just need to have defined character lines. I need a character line. Right? Like, so Spencer is a villain. Spencer's always going to be a villain. Okay. Right? What do you think Heidi is, though? I, I think that Heidi's a villain, too. Really? Yes. I'm kind of thinking Heidi's not. I think she's a villain because she has to support her husband. And yeah. I didn't like it when she fought with Caitlin because I was like, I get it. Maybe you can chime in on this because I don't have a significant other. Yeah. Do you always have to stand by? Like, it's, I feel like she should have been like, hey, listen, I get that they're fighting, but like, thanks for the invite to Vegas. Like, I thought that was a little extreme. It's very funny you asked this because when Sarah and I were watching it, she was like, what would you want me to do in the situation? Would oh you gosh, want me, tell me. Would you want me to defend you and do that? Or would you want me to like pretend like it didn't happen? Yes. And I was like, um, I would want you. So I was like, well. Do I want to go to Vegas? Because I don't want to go to Vegas. I never want to go to Vegas. So in this situation, I don't want you to defend me. I want you to pretend like it never happened. Um, but I do think it would be funny if you did that. Right. You know, like right. I just in terms of like entertainment value, I'd be like, yeah, go fight this. You know, go get into an argument. But at the end of the day, I wouldn't want that because I'm also not a very confrontational person. All right, is Sarah? She can be. When she, like, when you feel like the need to be, she will be. She's just a very strong and powerful woman and, like, very rarely gets told no, you know? So when she does, she's like, okay, well, now I'm going to start some, you Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, and that's why I love about her. But, um, like, in that scenario, I would, I would never, and also, like, I don't want someone else fighting my fights, you know? Like, right. I, I, I can take care of myself. But in that situation, first of all, I do think that they were invited, so I think that I think that they're wrong in general. I think that Spencer and Heidi are wrong in general. Caitlin did say she that Brody invited her. Yes. Them. Yes, and so that's why I think that she's like, she's also just not used to this like reality TV world. I don't get that comment when they said, uh, "Was it Stephanie?" Maybe somebody was saying that she's like new to the show, so she doesn't get it. Yeah. I don't get that comment. I've never been on a reality show, so I can't speak on behalf of that. But that confuses me because at the end of the day, she's just saying, hey, listen, I did. Like, what is she... 
what, what could she have done differently? Why is that like, why did she lose in that fight for reality TV? So I think that goes back to like the authenticity of the show. What she's saying is that like there are people who are good at making reality TV and she's not one of them because she's never done it before. She's not like seasoned in this thing. But the truth is, is that the people who are really good at making reality TV are the ones that are just being naturally who they are. And that's why I think Brandon and actually why Misha is are doing really well in this season because people are like, they seem totally normal. So I would fight that because then if you're saying that, then you can't really call people a villains because they're just being themselves. You can't really say Heidi and Spencer are being villains if they're just being good at reality TV and being themselves. You know deep down in your heart that Spencer is supposed to be the villain. I don't know. Really? Maybe not. Maybe he's just honestly so passionate. It's kind of like Luke P from The Bachelor. He's so passionate about things. It's coming off aggressive, but he just doesn't like maybe really understand the vault. I mean, he probably understands the volume of it for sure. I'm not going to say he hasn't said anything that he probably regrets, but it's like when you're on TV and things are being filmed 24 seven, what are you supposed to do? He's passionate in the moment. He's like, I don't want to talk to my sister and I'm being honest and I'm being real. You can't say that's a villain. Yeah, but like, okay, so the fight that he has with Brody and Brody's like, can we just like move forward and can you like accept my apology? And he's like, no. And he walks away. Maybe that's just him being like, no, I am so hurt. You can't put hurt into a villain category. Could he have carried himself better? 100%. You can't say Spencer was a villain if he's just being himself. But Spencer is the villain. Is he? He's always Maybe Brody. Been... Maybe Brody really did not invite him to Vegas. Let's Because go... Brody doesn't give a crap about him. Let's break down the Brody-Spencer thing real quick. I'm here for it. I talked to... I kind of like danced around it a little bit with Brandon last week. But here's how I break down the Brody-Spencer thing. Do you remember... Do you have friends, like best friends from high school that you were just no longer friends with anymore? 100%. They like haven't changed. They're still annoying. They like the antics that you thought were funny in high school now are just sad and embarrassing at the club now. They peaked at 18 and they never left. Yes. Mm -hmm. I have those friends too. I think (laughs) everyone does. I think that Spencer is that guy to Brody. I think Brody has no desire to be friends with him anymore. He only is like kind of playing along because of the TV show. He, he wants to completely cut him out, but he can't because of this freaking TV show. And it, I feel like you can see it. He's just like, dude, we're not friends anymore. Stop trying to make this a thing. Stop trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> Great reference. Yeah. But can I just say that comment right there makes me feel like Brody might be a villain. Because you're saying him knowing Spencer and Heidi were going to be on the show, him knowing Spencer and Heidi and him had not had a great relationship and they were going to be put, put in this situation again. He's not being like, great. Like I know exactly what I'm getting myself into and I'm going to own that. He's very much like, I'm just going to put up a wall. I'm going to throw out an apology. I don't even think it was really an apology. It was, dude, I'm sorry. Can we just move on? It's like, I'd be kind of offended by that apology. I'd be like, okay, are you actually? And he's... He's not. He doesn't want to be friends with Spencer anymore. But then that's a villain because Spencer knew going in what his cast members were going to be and what they felt about him. And he still went in wanting to go to the Hyde restaurant and connecting with everyone and catching up. He knew that he's he's been maybe reaching out more than Brody has. 
Why do you think Brody did this show? Because it doesn't seem like he wants to be on the show. It doesn't seem like he needs to be on the show. Their relation, I will be honest, when I watch Brody and Caitlin, it makes me sad. Because I'm confused if... Well, they're swingers, they're, right? That, that's We've all come to the conclusion that that's what they're implying. Do you know what I kind of feel like it is? What? I think Brody's the only one. So, I think it's a one-sided swinger. Yes. Yeah, okay, so like they're in an open relationship, but the only one that's open is Brody. And the only way to have live in the same house was to agree to the terms. Okay. So I now understand where you're coming from, where you think that Brody might be the villain. I think Brody's the villain. I, so, okay. So here's the thing. I think that he probably is not the good guy, mm-hmm. but on the, for the TV show's sake, the villain is Spencer. I'm, I'm honestly now team Brody that Brody is the villain. Really? Yeah. I think that, I mean, there's just nothing that leads up where you're defining reality TV and being good at it is being natural in yourself. I don't feel natural with Brody. I don't feel like he wants to be there. Mm-hmm. I think he is single-handedly planting a seed, watering it, and being like, I'm just here, but like everybody else needs to do the work. And then I'm just not going to give a crap about anything. And then you guys can all just do whatever. And then Spencer's like, dude, you're on the show. Let's reconnect. Let's go to the clubs. Let's get a drink. Let's be at this pool party. Let's engage. Let's be the old crew that everyone loved. Mm-hmm. And then Brody's like, no. Do you think that he agreed to do the show because his wife wanted to be on the show? But like, I don't even feel like sometimes she wants to be on the show. I don't know. I, I'm just trying. I'm trying, trying to figure it out. I don't think she's out. a villain though. She's not a villain. She's not. She's too sweet. She's, Absolutely not. Very she, pure. if anything, I feel like she's the most natural on the show. Like her, Audrina, and uh, we need more Whitney. Yeah. Um, and also, what happened to Lo? I don't think Lo came back. I know that, but oh. what happened? <laughs> Lo left with her integrity on the show, and I think she didn't want to jeopardize that. Yeah. Her and her husband, or I think, I think the guy she met on the and moved in with is her husband now. Yeah. I'd have to look that up. All right. But anyway, so Brody's a villain. Okay, so you think Brody's a villain? I disagree okay and then i think spencer maybe is like i'm mad at everybody because everybody knew what we were getting into and nobody is playing the game well it's uh, and then do you know who is stephanie yes stephanie's 100 playing the game and she's brilliant at it yes i mean spencer and stephanie are now the stars of the show true so should they be the narrators Maybe 100%. Okay, hold on. Let's, let's talk about that. What if both of them were narrating the show? It would be the most polarizing show. You have a dad with crystals. Yeah. And a beautiful wife. Yeah. And then you have a single Steph who's having a lot of hard times but living the complete opposite realm mm-hmm. of her brother. Yeah. And loves it and is killing it. Maybe they should be the narrators. That's a very interesting thought. Because now we got Brody's the villain. Stephanie and Spencer <laughs> should be the leads yeah. and the narrator. And then what happened? But I thought you wanted more. You, we opened the show with you saying you wanted more Audrina storyline. No. No. Now I'm getting it. Wow. I'm really understanding this. Okay. I am mind blown that in my head right now, if you would have told my 13-year-old self that Brody's a villain, I would have cried. And here I am right now, age of 24. 
Brody's a villain. And I have to accept it. Is it Brody's become... not playing the game. He so like, needs to get to the bench. Yeah. I mean, like, at, at the end of the day, like, let's be honest. Like, the person that wanted this show to happen more than anybody was Spencer. The Pratts. Both of them. All three of them. It doesn't seem like Stephanie really cared to come back on the show or not. Stephanie cared because she wanted to come back and fight for what her family is. Yeah. And then it didn't work. So then she had to be like, I'm done. Mm -hmm. I thought this was going to be the thing that would reunite us. It's the new beginnings. Yeah. And then it didn't work. Here's my question. If they do a second season, do you think that Stephanie's going to be on it? She's a hard worker. She'll make it work. You think so? Mm Mm-hmm. I think she's drained right now, which I totally understand. I'm drained. I just found out Brody's a villain. (laughs) He's not. Spencer's a villain. No, 100% Brody's a villain. Oh my gosh. I am mind blown right now. By the way, so Sarah and I were watching the episode, whatever it was, a couple days ago. And it was the episode with Brandon having all the Instagram models at the pool party. Right. And Spencer's going around like taking pictures with the models, with the crystals or whatever. And I was like, I wonder how many Instagram followers Spencer Pratt has. Oh, how many? So I looked him up and, and I couldn't find him. And I was like, wow, this is so weird. He doesn't have an Instagram account, but yet like they're doing like this whole like storyline of, you know, selling Pratt daddy crystals, right. you know, with Instagram models. So I was telling Sarah that and she was like, for sure he's got an Instagram. And I was like, look, no, he doesn't. And then she looked him up immediately, no. found him. Spencer has blocked me on Instagram. Why do you think Spencer blocked me on Instagram? Do you realize how extreme this is? Somebody had to type in their phone. Yeah. Wells Adams. Yeah. Hit the settings. Mm-hmm. Hit unfollow. Yeah. Or if he was following you. So it'd be block. Block. That must have been the only option. And then he clicked it and said, I feel way better about my life. Yeah. But like, do you think that... Do you think that Spencer doesn't like me? Have I ever said... Do you, what, do I, you block somebody you like? No. The, the, yo, so, do yeah, you block right. an ex-girlfriend? So this is why I think he's yep. the villain. Because he's blocked me. And I'm not a bad guy. <laughs> but this is your own reality TV show. Yeah. He's your villain right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> in the Hills New Beginnings, it's Brody. In, in your reality TV show, it's Brody. Because you've matured and see that he's kind of a F boy. Effectively. Um, but yeah, he blocked me. And so now I am utterly terrified to run in to him, like at like some event or some red carpet thing, because he's going to do the thing that Spencer does, which is like yell at people for no real reason. Right. I'm just trying to think in my head how epic that would be. I'm honestly here for a Wells and Spencer fight. Well, now I want him to have I want to have him back on the show and just talk to him about why he blocked me on Instagram. I would say slide into his DMs, DMs and ask. I you can't. can't. Can Sarah do it for you? No, but I, here's the thing. Also, Spencer, I have like a dog account that I can totally use to go look at his Instagram. Nice try, yeah. Spencer Pratt. Real nice try, dude. <laughs> Wait, We're do you off. have a fake Insta? No. Like a Finsta? I don't have a Finsta. No. Do you? No. That's always where the good photos happen. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't have that. There's too many. Um, so what was, What do you think was the moment where he was like, I'm done with Wells. I, I am done. I don't want to see his face. I don't want to congratulate him on being engaged. I'm done. <laughs> I know. Jerk. Um, I'm trying to think of what you've said. Yeah, like I've, I defend 
I defend his sister a lot because obviously it's her show and I'm really only hearing one side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't think I've ever said anything blatantly mean about him. But it, here's the deal. Like maybe the, maybe the, I talked about like Brody not uh, thinking that Brody just doesn't want to be friends with him before. I think this Brody and Spencer thing runs deep. I don't think it does. I think it. I think it's like deep rooted in the heart. I think that. I think he really. It's a trigger. I think he's that friend that doesn't realize that his old high school buddy doesn't want to be friends with him anymore. All he asked was him to show up for his Gunner's first birthday. That's and, not too much to ask for. Well, let me tell you something. I have nine nieces and nephews. There is nothing more lame than going to a one-year-old's birthday party. Guess what? The kid's not going to remember who was there. Kid has no idea what's going on. Do you remember? I think it was Chrissy Teigen was like, it's raining today. Do you think we can just have the whatever her kid's birthday is tomorrow when it's nice out? They're not going to remember. So here's the deal. If you could ask, can I ask? Oh, go. Brody was just like, I don't want to go to a one-year-old's birthday party. And I, su- I support him on that. You ask could send question. a gift. One question. Spencer Pratt sitting right here in the chair. Yeah. What's the one question you have for him that you feel like Stephanie can't answer? That's a good question. I would want to turn the microphones off. Okay. And I would want to say, what do you really think the problem is with you and your sister? Because I think that, here's the thing. I think that there's two answers for him. Mm -hmm. I think there is the televised and the mic'd up answer. And I think that there's the real answer. You know, when it comes down to it, one of the things that really hurt Stephanie so much is that she wasn't told about the the birth of of gunner right which i'd be hurt too but here's the truth of the matter they sold that to people magazine right so it was a million dollar deal or whatever it was it was a lot of money now spencer's issue is is that he can't trust his sister to blow that news and i don't think it's because in like a spiteful thing we've heard it a million times in the show Stephanie just talks and she just says what she wants to say without thinking of like, if this is going to affect anything. Now, if I'm Spencer, I can't believe I'm actually defending Spencer, a guy who blocked me on Instagram. Got to get that, that follow back. I know, man. He he never followed me. Well, yeah, I know. Um, I think he was like, if I tell her, there's a chance that she accidentally says that. And I'm going to, I'm going to be out a million dollars or however much the, the, the people magazine cover was so you're telling me so i understand that but you're telling me yeah you just got engaged mm-hmm. you had a story mm-hmm. that you guys had an alliance with with some news outlet well we did not do that no no okay have you ever in the past no okay <laughs> but i understand what you're asking because so let's okay let's just do the engagement analogy okay you have this really big secret and you don't want anybody to ruin it yep you're still going to tell your family. But there were friends that I did not tell. That Stephanie and Spencer are not friends. They're family. 
So you have those secrets where you're like, oh, I'm just going to say whatever I want because I don't care. But then you have those secrets where you're like, you know, out of a respect level, I know in the back of my brain to never let that out. If I had a sister. just making a story to be like, I don't trust you. When really, she would never say anything to let that leak. You could tell her 24 hours in advance and she could keep it in for 24 hours. Maybe. But if I did have, so if I had a sister who was on a TV show, who had a podcast, who is known for like just speaking her mind, I would tell her. But I would tell her right before it happened. Especially if there's like a million dollar magazine deal on the line. So you're still saying Spencer should have told her. So you're not on Spencer's side. No, you aren't. <clears throat> I just understand. I, I, I think I get that one. I think I understand that one. I see why she's hurt, but I totally get it. Having a kid is kind of a big deal. Yeah. I love my nieces yeah. to death. If I was told something that they weren't going to be born, okay. I'd be a little confused. You realize how we've turned this around. So I was, I was saying that I thought Spencer was a villain. And then all of a sudden I was like, no, I kind of get it. And then you were saying that Brody is the villain he's and Spencer is not. But now you're telling me that because he didn't tell his sister about the kid, he is the villain. This is the problem. I need a narrator. This is the problem with the show. We need some direction. <laughs> We're just talking in circles. <laughs> I can't trust myself. Oh. <laughs> I can't trust myself. I can't trust. <sighs> and in the beginning, I said, I, I was team Spencer. And I said I was going to get in trouble for it. And now I think I'm team Stephanie. She, she deserved the right to know 10 minutes before the news broke. Yeah. Do you know how simple a text is? And somebody just be rest in that moment of congratulations. I'm so proud of you. We're happy for you. Would have put her in a better light that Spencer maybe didn't want to put her in. Okay. So he's just minimizing any opportunity for Stephanie to be like, no, let me show you the text. Like I said, congratulations. That's Mm -hmm. so exciting. Like, let me know how I can help. And he was like, no, I'm just going to let it happen. Let it play out. And then I'm going to back off and say, it was just a deal. It was for money. That's heartbreaking. Yeah, you're right. That's a, and here's the thing. No one is right or wrong in this <laughs> argument because we just don't know what the hell's going on. What the hell's? What the hell's, man? By the way, that should have been the name of this podcast. What the hell's? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, okay, so do you think there's going to be a second season of The Hills? Well, when we analyze everything, it's so good. Totally. It's so good. Like the fact that like somebody who you called your brother, you're not even talking to, to this day. Mm -hmm. Wild. The fact that you literally have a brother and a sister not talking to right now. Wild. Mm -hmm. Like there's swingers, swinger, swinger, er, (laughs) Brody's for sure. The only one swinging. Yeah. Okay. I think it is such a good show. And Misha, like, I still need to know her story. We, we're getting parts of it. The fact that she, like, opened up about her mom being her manager and then a falling out. It's like, yeah, are you kidding? That's so good. When I think of momager, I'm thinking of the Kardashians, and it's great. Yeah. She's on the opposite end being like, it was hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People have hard relationships with their parents. So, like, that is so good. But I can't connect with anyone because everyone's doing side interviews to justify what's happening. Mm-hmm. Everyone's 
doing living all in different places. It's all happening in LA, but I just, I, I can't resonate being like walking away being like, I have answers. Yeah. I walk away being like, Brody's a villain. Stephanie's in the right. You didn't answer my question. I think there will be. Yeah. I think there will be. I think that they're going to have to adjust a few things after this. I think members might fall off. Who do you think will get cut? I don't think anybody's going to get cut. I think people are going to walk away. And I think it's my, it's my villain. I think he's already out. Brody's out. I think Brody's out. I, do you want to be on it? I could see Caitlin staying though, but Brody out. I don't know how that works, but I could see that happening. Well, if they like break up, mm, I don't know. If I, I don't know if a breakup's going to happen. No, that, that relationship seems a little It's so open. You can't break up. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm just going to spend time with this person for like three months. You'd be like, we're swinging. I could see Steph not coming back to the show. No, I, I could see Steph and Brody both bailing out. The show won't be, won't go on without Stephanie. I don't know about that. It is this. It is one of the rooted ones from the hills. Yeah. Like the drama still continues. You have Audrina and Justin, which is great. That's still from the old mm-hmm. old hills. And then you have Stephanie with her brother, which is just like that's been happening since day one. Like yeah. it's so wild and weird. You can't take away one half and have that just be like Audrina's going to find somebody and get married. I have no doubt about that. Yeah, Justin, Bobby. It might be, might not be another hills wedding. Oh my god. Lauren exited at the last wedding that they had on the show. So who would exit at the wedding? And then they'd bring somebody new. Because then Kristen Cavallari walked down in the same blue mm-hmm. as Lauren Conrad. They were wearing like literally the same blue outfit. <laughs> she sat on the right side and Lauren was on the left. Mm-hmm. Oh, drama. And then Kristen, that was Kristen Cavallari's entrance into the show. And then that was Lauren's exit. So then we'd need to bring somebody else in. And I don't. Oh my gosh. What if they brought Lauren back? If I could pay a million dollars to get Lauren back, I would do it. Yeah. Or Kristen. Lauren. Lauren has my heart, though. Yeah. My loyalty lies. Anyway, so season two will happen. I got off track. So, season two will happen. Somebody's going to drop off. And will someone narrate it? I don't know if they could bring it back then to narration. I feel like we've like now parted with it. We just got to own it. We just need to like hem it up a little bit. I, I disagree. I think if they do a season two, I think you need to have someone narrate the show. So who would you pick? Well, you really got me on this Spencer Steph idea. I I think it needs to be Adrena. Okay. Because I she's at, at this point, she's the only person who's not a villain. My only concern is she gets married and that's done. That's her story. She gets married. She, she, ultimate redemption story. Yeah. We've come full circle. She's going to get married. That girl is stunning and so sweet, so beautiful. Like, yeah, she's awesome. So I get why you'd have her be the narrator, but as soon as she gets married, that's like her whole story is wrapped up. Cause it's kind of an Audrina, the hopeless romantic. Like she pours her whole heart into Justin and mm-hmm. it never got back. Yeah. Do you know what's going to happen? Here's what's going to happen. Not to like bring in Bachelor World, but like... We're doing it. We're doing it. And because they're in Tahoe with us right now, what's going to happen is that Adrena's going to find some guy that's not Justin Bobby. Mm -hmm. And Justin Bobby's going to see it and be like, no way. Just like Ashley (gasps) Iconetti with Kevin 
And then Jared was like, no way. I got to go get my girl. And then Justin Bobby's going to come in and be like professing his love. And then it's going to happen. And then it's going to last for two weeks. Yep. And, and then, then he's going to leave and then go with Zero Dark 30 for three months. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to be at ground zero again. Ready and then, to. And then we'll start season two of this, The Hills. We still don't have a narrator. No, but I feel like. And we still don't have really. I feel like we should be producers on this show. Like I feel like we've really we've figured some things out. Let's pitch it. Yep. Let's hear your what are what are the listeners' ideas? Yes. Who is the narrator? I would love to know. Oh yeah. Who would you guys pick as a narrator? Do you think Brody is a villain? Am I correct? Yeah. Or who do you think is the villain? Who do you think is the villain? Because I think that Spencer's the villain. It's Brody. We have it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Danielle? I think Spencer's the villain. Ah! I I, I'm sorry. I do. I just, I think he will do anything to stir things up and AKA the villain. But in my defense, well said, if you are yourself in a reality show, you can be you authentically are doing it well and villain. doing authentic. You're doing great TV. You, you so, can, you can be real and still be a dick. Yeah, that's real. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> what did Brody do to you? I need to know. What happened? He didn't marry me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But uh, I'm not a swinger, just like I wouldn't clear the air. Okay, so let's end it. That's funny. We want to hear from you guys. Who is the villain? Who is not the villain, I guess? And who should be narrating the show? Email us at, at prattcast at iheartradio.com. And the next episode, I want to read all these. Oh, man. Because here's the thing. Like, I I feel like, and like most people are too, like, I have convictions and I, and I think that my opinions are right all the time. Except when it comes to this show. Because I actually have no idea where I land on anything. And because we went through like the entire thing where all of a sudden I was defending the guy who I said was the villain. <laughs> you know? So I am so malleable here. Whatever you guys write in, I'm probably going to agree with you. 100%. I also want to add one more question. Yeah. Will there be a season two? Yes. At, like, let us know. Yeah. So who's the villain? Uh, who's not? Who should narrate? Will there be a season two? Mm -hmm. And should there be a season two? Is it, is it worthy of it? Also, here's my last question. Yeah. Who's in the right? Spencer or Steph? Oh, they're going to say Spencer or Brody. Okay. Another question. <laughs> Who is in the right? Spencer or Brody? Can we just give our one last on who you think is in the right for Spencer and Brody? One last sign off. Me? Yep. Spencer or Brody. Brody's in the right. Spencer. Wow. All right. Hills, yeah. Show's over. All right. Follow Prattcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.